0: Please give a hand to Helle. Yeah. Brunne Samuelson. Yeah. Could I just pray for you? Yeah. Could I just pray for you? Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, for Helle. Thank you for the gifts that you have put down in her life and the inspiration sees to all of us. Just come to her right now and give her the words that you want us to hear, the thoughts that you want us to hear, and the inspiration that you want to give us. Come and talk to us through her, and use her to give the new wine to us, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Good morning. Very nice to see you. You look good. And uh, did anyone say you too? No. Uh, I think it has been awesome to be here. Really, really lovely for for us. It's like a family gathering. It's really fun and uh, a a privilege to meet people uh, that I haven't seen for years. It's like, you know, a family gathering. You meet an aunt, you meet an uncle, you meet a cousin. Uh, Really, really a privilege and a joy. And I also think uh, that... It has just been uh, such a privilege to sit here and listen to uh, one amazing speaker after the other. I'm so inspired. Are you also? Yeah? Yeah? It has really been, uh, you know, very, very, very good. And so, uh, as the week has been, you know, going, I've been thinking... Uh, what more to say, you know, it's impossible to contribute to this, because there has just been so so much good food, uh, spiritually good food here. And then yesterday, I, as I was uh, putting my six-year-old daughter to bed, I, I was thinking about this, and then I said to her, please... Could you... I I usually pray for her. But then I asked her, could you please pray for for me? Because I'm going to share something about Jesus for the adults tomorrow. And you know what she said? No, I don't want to pray for you. I want to help you. (laughs) And then I I said, I am a theologian. So I said, no, you cannot because you are a child and they are adults. (laughs) So... Uh, that's impossible, and she didn't take no for an answer, actually, so she was a little quiet, and then she said, you know, mom, I think you should tell them that, that Jesus never let them down, Jesus will never let them down. And uh, then, of course, I realized she has a word from God right there. And then she was quiet a little bit more, and then she said, and I also think you should tell them that Jesus will help them. Jesus will help you. So that's what I'm going to talk about this morning. You know, Jesus will never let you down, and Jesus will help you. Is that too simple for you? Or is that something that (laughs) resonates? That's something that we need. uh, That's for sure something that I need. Yeah. Is it okay if I just pray? God, I, I, I pray right now that you will help us to meet you this morning. Come Holy Spirit and just be with us, thank you that you are so merciful, thank you that uh, wherever we are in life, however uh, tired or weak we feel, you never let us down and you will help us, and I pray for all these wonderful sisters and brothers, I pray that you will really meet them this morning, that you will show them how close you are to them, that you really love them. Come, Holy Spirit, and speak to us and move among us this morning. That is what we need. We don't need more words. We need you and your spirit. Amen. So, uh, it is true, I am from Rønne, and nobody knows where it is, so I brought a map. That is where it is. Um, (laughs) You know where it is. And uh, so, five years ago, we were uh, sent out of Copenhagen, as Ulf said, uh, just with this simple calling uh, to plant an old-school church, uh, uh, do an old-school church plant, you know, a little bit like Paul. He went somewhere, he shared the gospel. I also think I have a picture of us back then, when we were young. Um, he, uh, He went somewhere. Paul, he shared the good news about Jesus. Some of the people came to faith, and that was the church. So really old school, that was uh, that was our task. And uh, Carsten, who is sitting there, that is my husband and me, we have two wonderful core teams. One of them is this wonderful core team. Next picture. Uh, they are the best, three wonderful daughters, and at Christmas we will grow this team because our middle daughter, who is 16, will give birth to this little beauty. Thank you. And of course there's many things to say about that. We are in a process, but I will... Say to you guys that I'm very proud to have a daughter who is uh, choosing uh, courageously to keep this child. It is very controversial and it's very brave. And uh, uh, we will love this baby to bits. They will, of course, stay with us and we will love it to bits. And this is a child of God. Thank you. Hey, sometimes family is like that. And thank you for being our family. And then we also have another core team. It's also, they are also the best. That is uh, Casper and Medellin Torsko Hansen. And they are the most loyal and wonderful and hardworking friends and uh, leaders. You can imagine we could not do a day without them. And uh, we do have a lot of fun. This is an overhead projector, if you uh, are wondering what's going on in that picture. You know, church should be fun. Should be fun. It has to be fun. Actually, I I believe if we are not having fun, we are just losing it. Uh, She wrote me uh, some months ago and asked if I would share something this morning. ...about uh, the party that God wants to have. You know, God wants to party. He still wants to party. And, of course, I would love to. Because I believe that God's kingdom is a party. And uh, you do know that. It's very biblical. Uh, As you already said, Ulf... uh, ...we didn't talk about all these things. You said so many things that, you know, was just also in these notes. But... Um, heaven will be one huge, gigantic, eternal party. But we already are going to party uh, now, where we are. God wants to party, and we have so much to celebrate. And uh, he conquered death for us. We could celebrate that. And he wants us, I believe, to have that jubilee attitude that we also read about in the Old Testament, Uh, that celebration of new life. I mean, we we felt it at the baptism yesterday, didn't we? But that celebration of new life, real happy, joyful celebration that set us apart from the rest of the world. Are you realizing that we are having the real deal, the real party, the best party because of him? And yes, yes. And he wants us to dance for his glory. And he wants us to celebrate what we have in him. uh, In a way that attracts, you know, people around us. Those people who are needy. The people who are sad. The people who are sick. The oppressed into his growing, uh, growing, into his loving arms. God wants us to celebrate his party in a way that attracts the, the needy, the, the, the oppressed into his loving arms. And I believe that every human being we meet, every human being on this earth, long to be invited into exactly that party, God's kingdom party, because at that party you find true joy, true fellowship, True celebration, true freedom, true excitement, and we long for that in our heart. I think many people they look for it all over the place, but God has it for us. He has a real deal, you know. He has a real party. God wants to party, and when we were called to run, to run, uh, God spoke to us about this party, and he
0: uh,
1: and he called us. Um, to be his servants. You know, there's a parable in Luke 14 about a host who is, um, who is doing a huge party. And he asked his servants again and again to go out and invite anybody on the streets and highways and byways. Please come to my party. And uh, we felt that that was our awesome task, you know. What, what an assignment to go out and find people where they are on Bornholm, where they are at, and inviting them to his party and then to celebrate that party in a way that they find it good news and in a way that that will attract them into the loving arms of jesus and so we have been experimenting a lot, doing lots of stupid you know things. Because we have been asking ourselves, are you with me? Yeah. Uh, how do we meet people where they are? And. Bare click på den der. Tack. <laughs> and. There's not so much. How do we how do we celebrate the kingdom in a way that will draw those yet to come? Not ourselves, but those yet to come into his loving arms. That's the question. That's the task, and it's real fun. And that is also the strength of a church plant, you know. You have the freedom to just play with it, experiment, try new things. in, in uh, Because you want to find out how do we meet people where they are, and how do we celebrate God's party in a way that it will attract Those yet to come into his loving arms. That is the task. And it's fun. And you can just try things and then it might not work. And then you can laugh of yourself. And um, be a fool for Christ. Or as we say in Rønne, in in Røv for Christ. And uh, I have a picture of one guy just... uh, that's just an example, and if you are a real good, rope for Christ, vineyard for Christ, or a fool for Christ, then you will win the golden RUV trophy. And right now, Casper has it. I think Casper is there. You have it right now, don't you? Yeah. But you can join us, and then maybe you will win it if you are real big, for Christ. Um, and um, you know, in fact, if for, uh, to be an intern in Rahiner Vineyard, that's uh, one of the most important quali- qualifications that you can have, you know to be willing to go out of your comfort zone, and then also to be willing to just laugh of yourself. Don't take yourself very seriously, or you will not get the R U V trophy. So I have a few pictures from us, and then, yeah, this is one vineyard. Click. This is some of our interns, and this is just from a party with some of my, our Muslim friends. And this is from a, you know, we don't do church coffee. We do after party. Uh, we don't have meeting leader. We have a toastmaster, and this is from an after party. And uh, Thomas, who is an intern, is being cut in his hair from both sides, looking and having fun. And of course, the great joy and the reason to do all this is, and the great joy is when somebody, some precious uh, woman or man or, you know, brother or sister, enters his party and... uh, and have a, a brand new life, you know. Become uh, somebody who is sitting there together with us at his party, celebrating all what he have done for us. And at Christmas, at our Christmas camp, we had uh, we were baptizing some of our friends, and one of them is Camila, and uh, she's sitting there, and she's on on her way now here, because I asked her just to share how it has been for her to enter God's party. Do you want to hear that? Yes, I know you will. And by the way, I think Camilla is one of the most intelligent p- persons that I know. Uh, and uh, just a very dear friend. Yeah. Thank
2: you. Hello, everybody. Um, my name is uh, Camilla. I'm with uh, Rønne Vinyard, as you may have guessed. Um, Before uh, I met God, he met me. In the spring of uh, 2018, uh, two important things happened. Um, Half of my friends moved away, and the friend left near me became only one of many. Back then, I had two friends. I say friends, uh, they were my mother and my aunt. Uh, And my aunt moved away. Shortly after, uh, I met a group of uh, wonderful people uh, by invitation. Uh, I met Rönne Uh I met an incredible number of friends. Um, I say friends, first time guests, every time family. Um, they kept their arms open, and I kept, and I couldn't not keep showing up, mostly. Um, Eventually, early uh, last November, I realized uh, from whom the invitation was sent. Uh, I recognized that I hardly think to myself, if God exists anymore. Certainly not without an immediate intervening thought of, he does though. Um, and there was only one thing I could think of as a next step. Tell people. Um... And so on our Reneminyard Easter camp uh, this year, (laughs) I was baptized. Um, (laughs) Moreover, I now serve as a leader's assistant in one of our small groups uh, under Casper and Medline. I I was alone and in distrust of most things, um, but he uh, used the best tools at his disposal to come to me. Before I met God, he met me.
1: You know, this is a party, heaven is cheering together with us when people enter the party. Uh, and I would love to just keep on uh, talking about the party and the wonderful things that God is doing in our lives uh, and in people's lives, you know, uh, this story, many other stories, but um, uh, and but I have also another message on my heart. Um, and um, it is uh, that you got to fight for your right to party. (laughs) Because um, that is actually what we have to do. We have to fight for our right to party. There's a battle going on. Did you know that there's a party killer among us? There is a party killer among us. We don't want to hear and see him, but he's there. And he's attacking us. And the party killer is the devil. He wants us, uh, he, he, he doesn't want us to participate in God's party. And uh, he's like, you know, that grumpy neighbor saying, you can only have very regulated Uh, parties or very boring parties or he's like COVID, you know, saying don't invite anybody that you don't know, Uh, don't show your real face to anybody that you don't really uh, are close to, only talk to your friends, Uh, keep distance and so on. The party killer wants us to miss out on God's party and Jesus actually talked a lot about this. Battle going on about the party. There's a battle going on because there's a particular among us in this world. In the parable of the great party that I just mentioned, you know, the battle is about our priorities. The particular wants us to worship our possessions and our business more than we worship God. What he wants us to do, you and me, is we can say yes. ...to the party, but then when the party is rocking, we say no, because we are so uh, occupied by a million other things. And then we actually are not joining, and then we miss out on God's kingdom party. There's a battle going on in that parable. Another parable, the parable about the prodigal son, the battle is about our ego. Because you know, the big brother, the elder brother, he wants the party to be about him... He says to the father, why are you not celebrating me and how hardworking I am, what a good boy I am. So the battle is going on about this. Should the party be about me or about the prodigal son returning to the father? And um, the party killer he wants... Obviously, the big brother, the, the, the elder brother, to throw a pity party instead of a kingdom party, and so he miss he miss the joyful celebration of his uh, prodigal little brother coming home. How sad! That's when the party killer wins the battle. And sometimes these battles over the party are extra tough. And that is in my. Uh, experience when we find ourselves in a situation we did not expect and we feel alone and we ask ourselves where is the party host what's going on this is not what I signed up for I mean uh, is the party over and um, you do know that life doesn't always go according to our plans is it only me who are experiencing that? I don't think so. Ministry is not always going according to your plans. You know, you might start a small group and people just not, don't show up. You might, you know, go on some kind of outreach and no fruit at all. It's not according to your plans and sometimes life is like that. And maybe you are right now in a situation uh, that you just didn't see coming like we are. We didn't see this coming at all. It was just, you know, a surprise, a shock. And maybe you're in a similar situation. Maybe you're even uh, deeply challenged in your faith because you thought you were expecting something and then reality looks very different. And that's uh, when the party killer whispers. Did God really say that he wants to party with you? With me? Did he say it? Don't you see that it's unrealistic? That's when that's when we feel the party killer saying, The party's over, my friend. Give up. Do, th- do something else with your life. You know, Don't serve God. Don't celebrate his party. Don't invite anybody in. And um, today, I want to dive into a really encouraging story. If you at all know what I'm talking about, if you at all have encountered the party killer, if you at all have been in a place where you think, is the party over? Am I really supposed to have this party? And this is a, a, a story that has been encouraging me, and I've been reading it over and over again, and it is about this great and very simple truth that when you are in a party battle, when the party battle is going on, you will not succeed by your own strength or by your own power, but by my spirit says all, the Lord all-powerful. Yeah. You will not succeed by your own strength or by your own power, but by my spirit, says Lord Almighty. And now I'll read this really encouraging story. Get ready to be excited. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them the hands and the sight. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Overjoyed. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So we meet these disciples in a locked upper room, and they are devastated. They are in shock. They are totally overwhelmed by the loss of their party host. They cannot believe that Jesus just died on them. And they not only lost Jesus, you know, they also lost the the trust and the unity in this little tiny church, I mean, among the disciples, because Judas just betrayed Jesus. And Peter, he denied Jesus. Who can you trust anymore? So they don't even have each other. They are uh, Every one of them just feel alone. Jesus is gone, and I cannot trust my friends anymore, this church. And so they sit there, and then start thinking about their future. What's in front of us? And they realize the only option that they have is to to, uh, turn into some kind of inward-focused, defensive, irrelevant get-together. That's the only future that is, uh, you know, possible. Uh, Get-together, not even a church, you know. Something inward-focused that will attract nobody. Nobody wants to join, and it makes no difference in this world, that kind of church, you know. The party seems to be over. And uh, what they realize is that what they have in front of them, the kind of church that it's possible for them to be, it's very contrary to the party that Jesus was constantly demonstrating for them. You know, he is the party host. And um, I want to ask you, have you ever been in that upper room? Have you ever sit there together with the disciples, feeling disillusioned, or attacked, or left behind, giving up on the kingdom party? Oh, that was just when I was young. That's just for something, somebody else from you know other countries. It's not for me. I'm disillusioned. I'm just in a survival mode. Have you ever been there? When we sit there, we are tempted uh, to commit what uh, Martin Luther said was, the sin underneath all our sins. To trust the lie of the serpent, the party killer, the snake, that we cannot trust the love and grace of Christ, and we must take matters into our own hands. I think that many churches and many Christians have been or are sitting in that room, battling this fight about the party. You know, I have been there many times. I can can probably beat all of you. I've been sitting there two years ago, After two years of church planting, I just, you know, ran into a burnout. I I was, I have just been, you know, trying so hard to make it happen in Rønne and also in OM, where I'm working. And then our daughter, oldest daughter, she got ill. I had to go back and forth to Copenhagen with her. And um, I was just exhausted. I was just exhausted. I was just sitting there in that upper room. And feeling depressed, and feeling the party is over. What did I think of? That God wants to party. Yeah, right. What kind of party is this? Uh, And other times, you know, the the year after, it's not to, please don't feel pity on me. Because I'm okay. But the year after, a social worker, for some reason, really, really wanted to get us. So she tried again and again to find something, some proof that we were not taking care of our daughter. For a whole year, and and that was a very spiritual attack. She was like an ethnic Dane who had become a Muslim. And for some reason, she she tried a whole year to find something that, you know, she could could, uh, accuse us for. And there can be many other reasons that we end up in that upper room like these disciples. You know, when when people leave your church. Okay, the party's over. They are leaving, they are leaving. What kind of party is this, Jesus? Or when leaders turn your back on you. It's, it's so painful. I didn't think that this was the party that you were inviting me for, Jesus. I didn't expect this. Or when, I don't know, in your situation, maybe when your marriage is challenged and you just feel alone. It's a big problem. Maybe we are not talking enough about marriage attacks. Uh, But we have been praying for the families, and that's very good. Of course, for us right now, it's a punch in the stomach. Uh, Because we had other dreams for our daughter. And uh, I don't want to share more sad stories, but... (laughs) Uh, When these things happen, and you have your own stories, your own disappointments, your own, you know, um, moments where you sit in that upper room and you think, this was not what I expected. And you realize, uh, you know, I I feel uh, that this is not a party anymore. Maybe the snake the particular is right. And um, although I feel a little shaky, I don't know if you can feel it on me, but I do. I feel I feel weak. <laughs> I, I, thought, I think that any of you should be standing here in front, instead of me. But although I feel a little shaky, I am here to tell you that my daughter's word yesterday is right. They are for us and and they are right. Jesus never lets his disciples down. He never leaves us in that upper room alone with our pain. It's true what she's saying. No, No matter how disillusioned or disappointed or attacked we feel, he didn't, Jesus didn't let the disciples down in that room and he will not let any of us down. It's true. And God wants to party with you. He wants to party with you. He insists on partying with you. He, he invites you to party with him until you, you die. Every day he's calling you into the party. Please party with me. And um, it's because it's the purpose of the life that he has for us, you know. It is to party. It's not to be an inward-looking Christian, not you know very ri- limited partying. It's really to, to to party like he did when he was walking around and bringing the kingdom in 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 back in the days. And the good news is that he wants to fight on your side to win the battle against the party killer, so that you can party on. Jesus started his ministry, as you just said, saving a party, turning water into wine, and ever since he has been saving the parties, and he will save your party as well, and maybe it's today that your party is going to be saved, because he will fight for you, and he will win that battle. And um, for the disciples, suddenly, as they sit there in that room, Jesus shows up as lightning from a clear sky and he says to them, peace, how wonderful he is, you know, peace be with you. Can you imagine anything more, uh, you know, deep and just what they needed? He says, peace be with you. And then he shows them the holes in his hands and in his side as a, you know, as an evidence of uh, that he is what he, who he is, and that he actually conquered the death. And um, they are overjoyed. It's amazing. They are overjoyed. They are not just filled with joy. They are over the, you know, over the top, filled with joy. And joy is a proper feeling behind the Christian faith. You know that. Uh, The party host is not dead. He's not gone. He's alive and well. Jesus has all power in heaven and earth, and he will be with us to the end of the world. They realize that. And of course they are overjoyed. The atmosphere in that room changed from depression to excitement and joy and hope. Uh, Because, you know, whenever Jesus enters any room, the party starts right there. And in the midst of that joy, Jesus just repeats again to emphasize it. Peace be with you. You know, he wants them to understand that the party is not over. I paid for this party. I just paid for it on the cross. When I say, peace, to, uh, peace be with you, it's because I give it to you as a present, as a gift. It's not a greeting. It's a gift. You can receive the peace. Even you sit in that upper room and cry. And... Um, He says, the party is not over. It's just different from what you expected. And uh, the plans, my plans are just higher than yours. I'm in control. You know, I'm the party host. I know what I'm doing. Now you sit here. Okay, what does that mean? That I have to end right now. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know. uh, Yeah. Do you also want to... (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fleming says they can choose between the Holy Spirit and Fika. (laughs) you know there's a part there's a, a battle going on about this party but the winner is on our team and he comes to you in the middle of the battle and he says to you peace be with you as a father uh, send me, I'm sending you, receive the Holy Spirit, and he blows on you. And guys, that's what we need. That's what I've been experiencing again and again and again as I've been sitting in that upper room, feeling sorry for myself, feeling alone, feeling, you know, God has abandoned me, uh, the party is over. We have to fin- you know, we have to close down Rony vineyard. What did I think? I will just have a normal job. and bah, that, uh, You know, the battle is going on, and do you know how you, how you um, conquer and win that fight? It's to ask your friends, and we are among friends, can you pray for me that I will meet Jesus afresh and hear him say, I died for you, peace be with you, receive the Holy Spirit. And can you pray for me that I will open my heart once again and receive that Holy Spirit and his peace? And then the party starts, I promise you, because I've tried it. You know, I have... Uh, Anita, come. I, I just have to, uh, I ha- I just have to uh, ask Anita to share a story. Ah, I know it's over time, but, but it's, it's an awesome story. And uh, it's about, and it's about how God, you know, is defining the circumstances. The circumstances never defining God, never, not even your circumstances. Anita,
0: thank you. <laughs> we are uh, going outreach in the uh, Rönnevinja, and. Um, Uh, we always start in the church praying together and remember this night we are going out um, we are uh, not only uh, praying for uh, the voice and uh, the healing we also specific ask for to be Jesus hands and feet Um, so um, when we came there and put up the tent we have an intern and she asked me I am not afraid Uh, It's 10 o'clock in the night and many things can happen. But the only thing I can describe to be in that tent is uh, to be here worshiping in this summer camp, this feeling when you're just in God's presence. And you're so happy and you're so excited. What is the next thing God wants to do? And this is what um, this tent is full of God's presence. And we are so happy and joyful and in excitement. What is God doing tonight? And I was standing there and uh, uh, pray with some uh, young girls around my own daughter's age. And um, we always ask people, if God exists, uh, what miracle do you want in your life? And it's an opening and uh, many people have wishes. It can be for theirs. Uh, family but often for themselves and suddenly from out of no- nowhere from behind a guy come and jump on my back and punch me in the face and uh, it was um, uh, out of nowhere uh, but I was so uh, to this conversation I, um, the other girls told me that I only said why are you punching? And then I continue uh, to pray uh, for those I want to uh, invite them into Jesus. Um, later, same night, uh, suddenly two of us saw one lay in uh, I don't know what it was Yeah, in, at the road. And he was uh, totally vomiting and needs help. He, he, he cannot... Uh, even breathe or move, and we turn him around and uh, take out his vomit, and he peed himself, and he's in a misery. Then the other girl said to me, "Wow, it's the guy you—he uh, uh, attacked you. He's the one that uh, came from behind. I didn't see his face, but she told me, and I had to. Uh, out of, <laughs> I didn't know, but." By God 's grace, I became Jesus' hand and feet. We help him, and until his mom came, uh, we stayed with him, and I carry uh, him in the car. And uh, the next morning, suddenly, the pain and the fear hit me. Um, because uh, I have lived in a, in a marriage abusive one for 10 years and I have um, with my kids go to a women's shelter and uh, stay there and uh, slowly the last six years I have working myself in, in by Jesus' hand um, out of uh, PSD and uh, so Satan just attack us when we have our weak spot. And for me, it's attack from behind. Uh, Because I once was attacked from behind, physical, and this uh, low point could have easily, uh, before Jesus' uh, healing, uh, give me panic attack. But now, this weak point is uh, showing me a victory. Uh, Because uh, Jesus uh, healing uh, has been going on and still going on, and I didn't get any panic attack. I continue uh, to pray with the girls and be Jesus hands and feet. And yeah, thank God.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, the next time we, we, we had a pop-up party at the square, Anita came, he pray, she p- prayed for many people, and she brought her kids, you know. No fear, you know, no fear. And, um, and uh, um, I just have on my heart that if you feel, <laughs> that's what I need. I need Jesus to stand right in front of me. And win the battle against the party killer for me. Because I am not strong enough in myself. Nobody, none of us is strong enough in ourselves. But Jesus is, you know. He died for us on the cross. And if you ask him, he will be standing right in front of you. And he will say, peace be with you. And he will, uh, you know, repeat himself, peace be with you. And he will show you his holes. He did die for us. And he will say, I'm sending you out. I'm send, I'm you know, step out, as we say in this camp. Step out. But before that, you have to receive the Holy Spirit. You cannot step out without it. Never step out without it. So receive the Holy Spirit, and he will blow on you he will breathe on you and then this party starts and you can be filled with joy when whatever your situation is whatever situation you, you are in so can we just just <laughs> invite the Holy Spirit to do just that and, and maybe you can uh, stand up and maybe you can even raise your hands and Jesus we love you we thank you so much that even in our battles or